This message you're about to listen to is brought to you by Victory Inheritance Ministries, the City of Hope. As you listen, may the Holy Spirit minister to you in the simplicity of the Word of God. We're also welcome at our sons and daughters who are connected via the online Facebook live transmission. The same grace locates you where you are, in Jesus' name. Hebrew chapter number 11, Hebrew 11, quickly. I will be talking to us this evening on walking by faith. Walking by faith. Walking by faith. We're told by scripture that anything that is done outside of faith, sin is not acceptable to God. Everything about us, our Christian journey, speaks about faith in God. At the time that we are, we are being derailed by all kinds of activities and opinions of men. People are leaving what God said they should do and begin to do it as they wish. And it has become an argument. You hear some people said, Eli Moise, that is he paying tight, yet he prosper. He don't need to be in church to prosper. And some of you are receiving this gospel because you, you believe that to have money is prosperity. The Bible never used that word. The Bible use the word prosper. Be ye prosperous, even as thy soul prospereth. He never elevated money. The scripture never speaks about so much about that, where we are paying our emphasis on, and therefore giving birth. That's right. Anybody can be rich. Money is the easiest thing to get. But money is not all. Some of you, you have seen money. Some of you are in money. Some of you are seeing it gradually. And you know that it's not the end of everything. That life is much more than that. If your soul is not prospering, any kind of money that does not make your soul to prosper, be far from that kind of money. That's not even where I'm going to. Today we are speaking briefly on Hebrew. We are looking at Hebrew 11. In the letter of Paul to the church in Corinth, 2 Corinthians 5 and 7 said, We walk by faith and not by sight. For we walk by faith and not by sight. Faith is everything. And so it's captured by the writer of Hebrew from verse 1 of Hebrew chapter 11. Every believer must have this foundation as you journey. Otherwise, you'll be stripped away by this world that we are, cosmos, the system of this world. The wicked system of this world. I wanted to go home and read Hebrew 1 from verse 1 to the end, but because of time, I will stop at verse 7. You see, because in the journey of our faith, some of us, we tight, we come to church, 
Wednesday prayer meeting, you pray, give, you give, do all kinds of things. And yet, you are not seeing some certain things happen. Because, you know why you are thinking that way? You are having an entitlement mindset towards God. So you believe that you have given God money, that God should give you back this. That's the level we have reduced God to. It means there is no faith in that. It means you don't love God. You don't love God. That's why you are struggling. If you are in a relationship with someone and you are considering what the person has not done for you, you are not in love. You don't love that person. Love makes you not to, not to see what the person has not done. Love makes you to be concerned about what you have not done. That's what love is. You just keep saying, oh, maybe she's not happy or he's not happy because I've not done this. Okay, I will do this. Love will never say, I have been doing it. He has not done anything. So that means all you are doing, you are waiting for reciprocation. That's your condition. So you are in business with the person. So if he doesn't, you put it away. So you were doing it not out of love. Because love is emptying yourself. Love is sacrifice. Love is wanting to make the person okay, not bother about yourself. For God so loved the world, he gave his only. God did not say, what am I going to get back from mankind? So it is wrong for us to have an entitlement mindset that I am doing this so God should give me back that. Then you don't need to be in church. What is faith? Faith is confidence in God. What is faith? Faith, God says it, I believe him. What is faith? I love God so much that the word of God says, my father taught me this, my elders taught me this, and I believe it about God. Hebrew 11 and 1. Now, faith is a substance of things hoped for, evidence of things not seen. <laughs> evidence of things not seen. Verse 2, for by it, by faith, the elders of old did what? Obtain good report. Good report, good testament about God. By faith. Just like a little child, your baby is, you are going out and your baby says, Daddy buys me this. He said, yeah, I'm going to buy you this. The baby is... He will not think whether you have money or you don't have money, whether there is weakness or not. He takes you by your word. And guess what? You come back, you are not with it. You give the baby a reason why you didn't get it. He's at cool. He still believes you. He still believes you that daddy will get it. All he wants to hear is that I will. Whether it's going to take you 10 years to get it, he keeps believing you. Anytime he said, oh, but you said it two times, you have not. It's no longer a child. And that's why the scripture said, until you be like this once, the kingdom is far from you. Is somebody understanding? It is, he said, until you be like a child, the kingdom is far from you. What are the futures of children? They believe everything. They have faith in the spoken word. They have faith in the promise. That's how God expects us to serve him. Even when you are 70 years old. Abraham was what year? 70, right? Chapter 12 of Genesis. The King Victor God said, leave your father's house 
am the maker and the king. I am taking you to a land that I am the maker. It flows with milk and honey. This is a 70-year man. He didn't say, oh, my experience on this earth. I've been here for 70 years. What is he talking about? I want to know the chemistry about what you are saying. He left all. That's acting like a child. Because who spoke? God. Not man. That's the only way we can be different from the people of the world. Faith. We must walk with God by faith. That's how the elders of old overcame. Behold Goliath, 1 Samuel chapter 17, terrorizing the army of Israel. And here is David hearing God say, pick five stones. It doesn't make sense. But his faith in God, if God says it, I believe it. So he followed him sheepishly, like we say, foolishly. St. Paul said, I'm a prisoner of Christ. What does it mean to be prisoner of Christ? To be in prison. I'm in bond. So I don't have the freedom of my own. He said, move this way, I move. Go this way, I go. And David in Psalm 23 said, the Lord is my shepherd. It's my leader. He led me to the path and he followed. Some people say, use your senses. That's when you are dealing with your friend. We walk by revelation. We don't use our senses. In the world, they use their sense. In the kingdom, we walk by revelation. That's the difference. And God can never be wrong. Never. Everything, St. Paul said, he said, the wisdom of God is what? Foolishness to them who perish. It's foolish. doesn't make sense. Gradually, the churches are packing up, all because of economies, changes in terms of physical gathering. Very soon, there will not be time to even gather again. But that's against scripture. We, don't, we are not called for convenience. We don't serve God in convenience. We are bound. It's a calling. It's a covenant with God. It is not when it's convenient for you. It is something that you must do. Psalm 50 verse 3, gather unto me. Gather unto me. That's the scripture. My saints, except you are not among, that have entered covenant with me by sacrifice. By sacrifice. So that's why they wonder how we prosper. Because we don't operate by their principle. We operate by the revelation which is faith in God. The one you have is not enough. Oh, from the scripture. Remember the woman who was to eat the last with his son and die, and the man of God said, give it to me. He doesn't think of God as madness and foolishness. Are you aware you are not surviving by your salary, that 30 days money they pay you? Nobody can survive by that. Nobody. How can someone survive on 20,000 a month? There are people that are paid 20, 30, 40 in Nigeria today, and they are still working, they are still going to work every day. Even themselves cannot explain how they are making it. That's to prove to you that it is not what you are doing that is sustaining you. Faith. 
I'm sorry to say this, but I have to say it. See this young man here. I'm sure you are here when Professor Deborah came and ministers. You were here when he said he was going to bless her with a certain amount, $200. He did. He handed it over to me, and I sent for him and handed it over to him. I'm speaking about faith today, and I'm, I'm excited that he's growing, and so many people here are growing. We might are growing. We don't have problem about tithing our people as God bless them. I can give you testimony about that. In their little way, in their 200, in their 500, they want they are paying. And that is why every preacher must be able to have foundation for it. Teach them and go to rest. Leave them to God. I came for prayers the next week, Friday, because it's always here. It's a, that's the voice you hear at the background. And he walked up to me as I got to the office. I knelt down. Thank you, Holy Spirit. He handed an envelope to me, and he made a statement. He said, Daddy, this is the first dollar anybody can give to me in my lifetime. I need it so badly, but it does not belong to me. It's the first fruit, the first dollar I've ever received. He dropped it. I told you. I said, wow. Only faith in God. Only confidence in God, Pastor Bosse, will have made. You know, it's just like the woman that gave the widow's might. Jesus will have given that money back to her because she's poor. And that's her all. But faith does not show emotion. Faith does not show emotion. Pastor or Dickness Julie, you know you will soon be a pastor here. Yeah. Abraham did not show emotion when God said, You're all God was specific because Ishmael was there. He will have gone for Ishmael. He said, The one whom you love. He didn't show emotion. There was no sign before his wife that he was depressed. When his son asked him that question, Daddy, the knife, the wood, where's the lamb for sacrifice? Because the guy was used to going with his father for sacrifice, but he can't find any. Imagine your son asks you that. Some of you would turn like this. Are <laughs> what are, Daddy, what are you doing? Nothing. You're already showing emotion. But he believed God. Believe God. I told you a good pastor is not the one who is pastoring angels. A good pastor is the one that have, that is, have Satan's and able to turn Satan to Jesus. So it means you have to be patient. You have to really believe God. You're talking to somebody and he's smoking and he's blowing the thing at your face. You need patience. None of you knew that, but I know. Just because I'm saying, just to let you know, as you sit there complaining, some people are trusting God. As you sit there saying things are hard, some people are there believing God. St. Paul was beating black and blue, and he said, he, he said, he thanked God that this is a light affliction. That's how he described it, light affliction. His faces are swollen, he called it light affliction. So as you see, that's the way it is. 
Look at the work we are doing there. It would have been so easy to do block work. Thank you, sir. And we are done. And we are done. Nothing will come out shining that comes cheap. Nothing will come out shining that comes cheap. <laughs> you have not paid price. You are expecting an award. You are not making sacrifice. Where would the lifting come from? Except you just go and kidnap somebody. Go and kidnap. Go and steal. And there's a reward for that. But if you got to go through it, you must pay price. Sacrifice is there. It's not going to come cheap. Verse 3. He said, true faith. True faith. Not the armed. True faith, confidence in God, believing as God said it. Give me your first fruit. Give me your tithe. Give me your offering. Come to church. And pastor does not even know you don't have a dime. And he's sending you, go to this place. Go to this place. That's how God works. There was a time in this ministry, I think you can remember the person. There's a lady I said, go and stand and be an archer. I didn't even know that he has leg pain. But I know by that God wants to heal her. That's how God operates. The first thing he shouted is uh, his leg. I said, okay, sit down there. <laughs> Continue with your leg there. The minute they call it obey before complete. And they looked at him straight, expecting something. He says, Silver and gold have we no butter. Say, rise up. It sounds so easy, right? There are pains. As he tried to rise, that the devil said, no, you can't stand this pain. Sit down. You can't stand there. Sit down. Stay in your comfort. That's what people enjoy. People love their comfort. Their comfort zone. That's why the scriptures say, a little sleep. A little folding of hand. So, it's so relaxing to, 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 to stay this position. Than this position of writing. This is an engagement point. You are doing something. You are feeling it on your shoulder. It's more relaxing this way. That's folding of hand. Poverty comes. You need to engage yourself in this earth that we are to produce something. You must engage yourself. And engagement is a product of faith. So faith is not just one expression out there. St. Paul said that faith without works is there. So how do you know? How do God know? God so loved the world, he gave. Time. Prayer. Pray, you can't pray. You can't pray for your husband, and yet you are there complaining he's not prospering. How can he prosper? You can't deal with the devil that is coming after him. You can't pray for your wife. I want her to be that dream woman. Come pray. You got to engage yourself in prayer. Engage for your sons. Engage for your daughter. They are facing a lot of challenges where they are. Pray for them. It's a continuous thing to your death. John 8, 31, 32. And Jesus turning to the Jews who believe, say, great things you have done, but if you continue in this, and I told you that continuity is a proof of conviction. That's right. Anything that does not continue, there's no conviction in it. Right. And you are in a world that will tell you, ah, 
Don't say you have tried now. Well, try living like that. Go this way. You move there. You just sold. It takes time to germinate. Suddenly, because you have not seen it, you move to another place. You kill that seed and you move to another. That's how it. That's why the Bible said, unstable as waters. Tell such one he cannot receive nothing. Through faith, we understand that the words we are framed. We are framed by the word of God so that things which we are not seen, made of things, do appear by faith, by the spoken word, by the coexistence of God, by his existence. You get into an aircraft, you don't see the pilot, you hear a voice. But you believe that voice. So what is that? What do you call that? You get into the plane, you hear a voice. I am Captain S.Y., the co-pilot, this, 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 you have seven, this, that, that, that. We'll convey you to the place, relax this and that, and you believe. And they serve you food, you eat. You don't ask if it's poison or not. Oh, I don't know what is faith. I'm telling you what faith is now. Because you exercise it every day. But when it comes to God, only you doubt. Because he has to do with cash, money. And the Bible says the love of money is the root of all evil. The root of all evil. Unfortunately, the principle says... God cannot just do anything for you. Except you make yourself available. That's it. Because someone says, oh, why can't God just give me money without me praying? <laughs> you can as well be born by your mother without your father meeting your mother. You can as well. Next verse, quickly, verse 4. Because of time. Now listen to this. He said, by faith, Abel did what? Offered, offered, offered. He was taught like Cain. It was the same church as we are now. They were going. They were taught about giving God worthy sacrifice. What it means. It's a demonstration of love to God. And that God at his time will reward. He believed it. Cain did not believe it. That's the difference. It's not as though that his father taught him separately and a cane. No, because God will never demand from you what he has not made provision for. I want you to know that. He will never demand from you what he has not made provision for. It's not possible. When Elijah came to that woman, man of God, he didn't ask her to provide what? The same food that she has. He cannot ask you what he has not made provision for. It's not possible. But blessed art thou if God make a demand for you. Blessed art thou. That's why the scripture said, when you give to the poor, you lend to God. You lend to God. By faith, Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice. So it, that proved to us that sacrifice has levels. Has level. Big, bigger, biggest. I bet you if 
uh, the governor of this state, Samuel Lewis, to come to your house tomorrow. You get a call through the person that knows that person that knows that know the governor. And you confirm he's coming to your house tomorrow. Eh? The money you don't have will come out. The golden plate you don't have will appear. The golden spoon will appear. Because you can see him. One, two, you know what will come out of it. So that's why you go ahead. So if only you have faith to know that God do not need what you have. He just needs it as a connection. It is not possible to catch a feet without a bait or without a hook or without a strength. It's the connection to getting the fish. So God needs you as a connection. You need that as a connection to bring forth. That's why God is very angry to those who are practicing this madness called man-to-man -man marriage or woman-to-woman -woman marriage because the whole idea of Satan is to cut off his human existence before the time of God. Because God said, go and replenish the earth. And this action will lead to destroying the earth. So you know it's ungodly. You don't need any problem. So if any person tells you, oh, that's the way they are, no, that's a lie of them. He gave God a more excellent sacrifice by which he did what? Obtained weakness that he was righteous. God testifying of his gifts. Of his gifts and by it being dead, yet does what? Speak. He's not here, but we are still talking about it. Huh? You heard about Rahab? Is that the name? The prostitute? Rahab? A prostitute. But her name is in the scripture. By act of righteousness. By faith, he knew that these guys were messengers of God. Your suffering, your going through difficulties must not take away that simple faith that is in God. That things are does not take away the simple place of God. Shouldn't make you be stealing what is not yours. Don't take what is not yours because you are in pain. Every time your miracle draws closer, the devil increases more. And so he kills your settlement so you can start from the beginning. So you just pick up that little thing that can serve you only for that day. Like that woman, let's eat today and die. And anything that you eat and die is poison. You don't need it. Give it away. Give it away. Next verse, quickly. Okay, time. Now, by faith, Enoch was translated that he should not see death and was not found because God has translated him. For before his translation, he had this testimony that he pleased God. <laughs> That's the man and Jesus himself that were translated, those two persons, by faith. He pleased God. And God decided to make him a supernatural. You know, the late Archbishop Benson in the house, how did he come to, to limelight? A little boy who was attending Sunday school in his church, and the Sunday school teacher was teaching about the power of God and how we have the power to raise the dead. 
That's what is lacking now. We have used technology. We have used issues. We have used money. We have used all kinds of things to kill the simple faith. So we are not talking about the healing, the, the potency of God to save and to deliver. It's no longer in the church. No fire anymore. Because we become too worldly. And the, church, the world has become churchy themselves. So here is a young man called Benson Idahosa of the blessed memory riding his bicycle in the street of Benin and saw, you know, uh, a procession where they're going to bury Percy. He really went to them and said, stop, stop. Oh, look at this boy. What's it? They said, my son is going to taught us that we can't raise him. Why are you going to bury him? Stop. Go and check the history. Go and check the record. God has given us everything. The problem is that we are closer to this earth than to God. And so, like I told you, the absence of faith is the presence of what? The presence of what? When fear is there, faith is dead. When faith is there, there is no impossibility. Believe him. Abraham at 70 still believe God. Quickly, because of time, let's stop at verse 7, 6. But without faith. Did you hear that? Without faith. Without faith. It's impossible to please God. I was sharing with the family this morning during the morning devotion. I told them that when you employ someone, one of the problems you have, the person you don't know, is doubt. It's going to take time before you can trust the person. And probably if you deal with money, sometimes you can deliberately leave some money around, play it around there and leave it, and pretend you didn't leave it, and see what will happen. The person picked the money and returned and said, sir, you forgot money. He has won your confidence. Your faith in him has popped up. So every time he does it unexpected like that, your faith in him increases. You can trust him and believe him so much. It is impossible to please him, for he that comes to him must first of all believe that he is. You must believe that he is. And that is a rewarder of them who diligently seek him. That's the foundation of faith. You are here today because you believe God. Those who are not here say you are wasting your time. You are just, they are just working on your brain. They are just doing all kinds. You know all those things that we say. Some of us said it when we were out there. But beloved, teach your children this way of light. Teach it to your son, teach it to your daughter. I always remember my father said, I have nothing to leave for you people but to teach you people the way of the Lord. Even though he left some tangible things, but his emphasis was not on those things. It was on God. Because those things can go. So the question now is, like, are you preparing your children for the future? Or are you preparing the future for your children? So if you prepare them for the future, you teach them faith in God and God alone. You have prepared them. Tell them to trust God of Zion, the God of Abraham, the immortal, the invisible. 
The one who made sure that as you are being developed, you didn't have three eyes. I've never seen a man born with four eyes. Where would the other one be? I've not seen that. Who makes things that goes wrong to be right? That's the God you should teach your children. That helped you. Instruct them. Persuade them. Insist. Call them. Ask them. Have you prayed today? You need to pray. They will not comfortable. That's why you are the parent. Insist. Teach them how to pray. They can't grow outside of what you have taught them. By faith, no, I've been warned of God. Not seen as yet. Are you aware that when God told him there was no drop of rain? No, there was no drop of rain. And those who did not believe, when he was telling them a rain come, they have built skyscrapers. Some of you that have been in Dubai. The tallest, this thing. What do they call it, sir? That building, Digging Victor. Burj 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 Khalifa. Okay. Imagine somebody at the top you are telling him that there's a rain that is going to come there. He'll just tell you, just leave all this. Your brain is dead. <laughs> but Noah, the old man, believed God as God said it. No drop of rain. He said, he had not yet seen as yet. Move with fear. Prepare the ark to the saving of his house. By the which he condemned the world and became the hell of righteousness, which is by faith. God said it, he believed it. No sign of it. It didn't look like it. That's what faith is. And yet, he ran after it. 70 years, God told Abraham, make you father of next nation. 80 years, no sign of that. Five years after, was a boss? 15 years, 10 years after, no sign of that. 20 years after, just try to picture it in our time. Whether you're going to survive the shame, the insult, the neglect. If he has a church, you can be sure that by now, even his wife, it will be by the grace of God. And the wife will stay there. The man will come every day. He will be the usher and open the church, start the gym for himself and everything. It's to himself, to his God who told him. And every day they will come closer and look. Is he still there? <laughs> Faithful uh, Abraham. It's just like in the street of Lagos. You get to the red light, it stops you. Everybody is, phew, they're overtaking you, phew. One guy stopped one day, say, now nah, you want correct Nigeria, bro? Stay there. Now nah, you want correct Nigeria, stay there. Have you had, when you hear such thing, what, 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 what? And, and the next person, phew, they're going, only you that is there. And God help you as you're there. One area boy come and knock at your door. Bring everything. That's to kill your faith completely. So you are trying to do the right thing. The government is frustrating your faith. But you got to believe him. Faith. Walking in faith. Believing God, loving him. God bless his word in Jesus' name. We hope you've been blessed by this message. To experience more, Visit us on Wednesdays by 6.30 p.m. and Sundays 8.30 a.m. at Victory Inheritance Ministries, Plot 25, Block A, Kusela Road, Ikate, Elegushi Waterfront, Fort Roundabout, along Conoil Gas Station, Lekki, Lagos, Nigeria. Or follow us on Facebook at Victory Inheritance Ministries. Or you can email us at vimministries at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. God bless you.